district of Dale County, Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? The fuck is wrong with these guys? And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, if I have a glass of ice water, and the ice melts into the water, is my water then watered down? I may never know. Two douchebags and microphone, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Welcome. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, Anyhow, Rob, I have something that might interest you. Right. Okay, you're a big Max Tanner Moffat fan, right? This is locally yeah. here uh, at, in Kansas City Radio. They're big dogs here for years. Um, Max uh, Floyd is actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He had yes, a he very storied career, and uh, he's still around. He's older. He doesn't do a show anymore. But you know that they're, um, the guy that was kind of like an intern and then turned into an on-air talent slacker, does mornings for 101 The Fox now, right? Did you yeah, know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I listen to 101 The Fox still. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Well, you yeah. know he has leukemia, right? Yeah, I heard that. Okay. Well, September 28th, they are doing a show, 6 to 9 a.m., Max Tanna and Moffitt, and it is going to, I believe, benefit Slacker, and they have a GoFundMe page. So, if you're from Kansas on City... Fox? On The Fox. What day? September twenty September twenty eighth. Okay. From six to nine a.m. So people of Kansas City, we have a lot of people that listen here from Kansas City. Write that down. Put it in your phone. Uh, I, carve it on your penis. Whatever you got to do. But check it out. I'm going to check it out myself. It'll be fun just to hear like some of the old stories and oh, stuff and yeah, hear what they're I all up them. to. Yeah, well, there you go. You'll get one day, uh, three hours of them, so. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That made my day. Oh, good, good. That's what I'm here for, is to make Rob's day. As soon as I woke up this morning, I'm like, I need to make Rob's day. Mission accomplished. All right, I'm going back to bed. I'll see you later. (laughs) Okay. Anyhow, um... All right, Rob. Let's start off. You got anything going on? I uh, I went and had coffee with uh, Christopher today. Oh, cool, cool. He uh, has a couple things that he wants me to uh, look up, and we'll get to them uh-huh. in a little bit. Uh, but anyhow, he is actually talking about producing a little segment and just handing it over to me once a week. It'll be I don't know Topher's corner or Topher says fuck you or I don't know kiss my hairy ass or whatever whatever he wants to call it. But it will probably be a little regular segment on our show. All right, cool. Yep, and also, um, I have a a deal here that I need to get into here real quick before we get into anything. And uh, anyhow, the lady's name, the owner of the Daily Kitchen, 
her name is Hope Dillon, and I failed to say anything about her name when I listened back to them. When I uh, cut both of those, and uh, and uh, and they're all they've all been released now, I believe everything with her uh, promos in there. I, I noticed it myself, and when we saw her today, when me and Topher were down there at uh, the city market having coffee, I saw her today, and I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I forgot to include your name. She didn't care. It was fine. And uh, and uh, anyhow, the promotion is doing reasonably well. We had a couple people go in there and ask for their 10%, 10% discount, so it's not that hard cool. to do. The city market, you go in there and say, hey, we listened to... Uh, you can say our name, or if you're embarrassed not to say, I listen to two douchebags in a microphone, you can say, the local podcast told us to come in here and get our 10% discount, and they also told us how delicious the meatloaf is, or, or the uh, brisket sandwich, or the roast pork, or the grilled cheese, or the curried chicken, or the egg salad, or the egg sandwich is one of my, my favorite. Water sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. I just no, said it a little bit ago. But the egg sandwich is my new go go to deal there. Oh my god! Is it is really? so, yeah. Well, it oh, it, it oh has um, egg and sausage and cheese and lettuce, tomato, spicy mayo, on a butter bun. And what's oh, wow. better than a butter bun? It might be buttered sausage, but other than that, there's not much better than a butter bun, right? Right. right. But buttered sausage is probably better than anything. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But a buttered bun is close to buttered sausage. Yeah, you you can't beat buttered sausage. No, no. Buttered sausage is the shizzle or something like that. Whatever the young folks say. All right. Yeah. Anyhow. Just just ask the spokesperson. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and look them up. Believe me. You will be thanking us. Yeah. So. Um, anyhow, let's see here. I've got a story here I'd like to get into. Have you heard about the uh, new... Oh, what? Oh, I did, said all right. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm not hearing very well today. I have some uh, um, allergy issues going on, so... Anyhow. Oh, okay. There's. Have you heard about this new fog that fights crime? I'm talking like fog. No. All right. Okay, Uh, retailers on average saw a 26.5% increase in organized retail crime. And that's like people getting together and breaking in and stuff after hours and like figuring out their codes or figuring out where the good stuff is and all that. Eight in ten retailers surveyed uh, report that the violence and aggression associated with ORC incidents increased in the past year, the 2022 Retail Security Survey says. The current, the current climate of active assailants and gun violence add to retailers' concerns about being able to com- keep employees and customers safe. So, one of their answers that they're doing now is this new crime-fighting fog. And it's mainly right now, right now, it's mainly this. They have this fog machine wherever the goods are. Okay, in a store. Yeah. Four or five people break in. They're going to grab everything really quick and take off. This fog machine goes off because someone obviously broke in. The fog machine is so so thick in this room or store that you can't see anything, enabling the, uh, um, the robbers, not enabling them, but disabling the robbers, 
and they have to leave because they can't say anything. The best thing they can do is find the door they came in or wherever they came in and get the fuck out. And it is working. It's working really well. So, now they're trying to figure out how to parlay this into, let's say there's um, 10 people at a bank, right? A couple yeah. people over there withdrawing money, a couple people over there doing, you know, adding an account or little little Jeffy's trying to open up an account with his lawnmower money or whatever, okay? And a couple of armed people with masks come in, demand all the money. They're trying to figure out a way to fog up the whole building while this happens to keep people safe. But I don't know if that's going to be feasible because what if one of these armed people freak out and just start shooting blindly? Uh-huh. Good point. Yeah, so I don't know how far they're going to be able to use it. It's just being discussed right now. They're saying, you know, this would um, this would definitely help. Um, um, you know, this would definitely help on the after hours end. You know, like ten people break into a jewelry store, and they're all in there trying to grab all the uh, diamonds and rubies and emeralds and all that stuff. But then all of a sudden this fog goes off, they can't see anything, and time's ticking. Because as soon as they break in, they know that time's ticking before the cops can get there. So as long as that's fog in there, you know, they're like, oh shit, we're going to run out of time, and we're going to be stuck in here in the fog, and we're going to get caught. So that part of it is... Yeah. 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 So anyhow, they're trying to figure out another way to be able to use this from what I read in this article... But as of right now, it is strictly like an after-hours business closed. Someone coming in and uh, and trying to steal, you know. So, anyhow, I, I wish them luck. I hope they can find a way. But I'm kind of I don't know. I'm kind of leery about anything that you can do after hours like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being used after hours, but like you said. The first thing I thought of was that'd be great in a bank, but then you mentioned no, then they freak out, start shooting everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, but yo, know, the after hours, I could see where something like that would be feasible. Yeah. So, anyhow, I mean, at least they got that end of it, and it's and it's working really well because it, you know people are like going, oh shit, you know, what are we gonna do? And, that, yeah. and they get out of there. So, anyhow, um, uh, good idea. Um, and I know it's going to probably work pretty well on that end, and I don't know about anything else they can do with it, so who knows. So, anyhow, props to whoever came up with this idea, though. It's genius, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Um, have you heard about Tom Brady and people have been like speculating that he's going to sign with the Jets because Aaron Rodgers went down with a season end and injury? I, 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 I've been reading about it and I've read reports that he said no way. And then other reports where he left it open. Yeah, I know. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Okay. The report I got here is interesting. And uh, this is from, where the hell was it from? Let me see. It did print out. Damn it. Um, oh, okay, WATE.com from Knoxville. Hmm. I wonder why they chose to give me that one. Oh, well, doesn't matter. So, okay, WATEWAIT.com in, in Knoxville, thank you, Tennessee, I'm pretty sure. 
Ever since Aaron Rodgers went down with a season-ending injury, many people have wondered about the season-long plan for the Jets when it comes to replacing While the team is currently sticking with Zach Wilson, some believe New York should try to add a veteran, even one currently in retirement like Tom Brady. However, New York reportedly shot down the uh, possibility of adding Brady, and now the former quarterback did the same. New York as in the NFL. That's what they're talking about when they're talking about New York. On his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray, Brady brushed off the idea that he he may play for his uh, former division rival. The question everyone is wondering is, uh, have the Jets called you, or are you considering the Jets? Jim Gray asked Brady. No, 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 Brady said. Next question. So, asked and answered, Gray then responded. Brady notoriously spent 20 years playing for the Jets' rival, the Patriots, and the former quarterback has not expressed any interest in returning to any team, let alone his biggest rival. Instead, Brady seems set on entering the next phase of his career, which includes partial ownership of the Raiders and eventually joining Fox as a game announcer. And the reason I say New York is the NFL that they're talking about, New York is where all the everything comes down from the NFL. Even the calls on the field that are up on the red flag or they come from the NFL. If it came from the Jets, it would have said the New York Jets. Do you see what right. I'm saying? Right. So what they're talking about is New York said no, as in like the NFL said no for whatever reason. And I don't know why the NFL would say no, but maybe they're trying to cool guy it and go, yeah, we already are on it and we know that it's not going to work. So I- anyhow, I think that was pretty much answered right there. No, no, no. So that means yeah. that he is not going to be joined in the Jets. And, you know, why would he? So, anyhow, how about if we come back with some alternative insults? Hey, that sounds good. All right, a little pick-me-up tonight, right? Hell yeah. Well, I, I, I need some new ones. All right, yeah, call someone a wooden banister and get them all pissed off. <laughs> oh, I've already used that one. Okay, all right. Did it piss them off? No, they just gave me a stupid look, like deer in the headlight look. Oh, then they weren't smart enough to like get it. They, they didn't understand. Mm. Okay, well, we'll be right back with alternative insults. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, sure, produce a sound similar to a fart. If someone intimidates you, just imagine them on a table being wiped like a baby. Open up for wet wipey. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. Two douchebags and a microphone. Pasteurized for your protection. Alright, we are two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Alright, I think most of you know the drill by now. A lot We have a lot of repeat listeners, a lot of places that download us routinely whenever I do a new uh, show. All of a sudden we get like, I don't know, 100 downloads or whatever just instantly. So they have this on, uh, on uh, um, instant download, you know. Like as soon as we pop a show out, they grab it. 
So they're, they can do that on several different platforms, and we thank you. So most of you people know what alternative insults are, but the people that do not know, here's what alternative insults are. Okay. You're in a place, a business, or a church or something, and you cannot curse. Okay? But you really want to call someone a stupid son of a bitch or a dumb motherfucker, but you can't do it. So you have to express it in a different way by what you're saying and how you say it. Like one guy, I spoke of this before several times, is I used to make him mad by calling him a banister, and if I really wanted to make him mad, I would call him a wooden banister. And he would just flip out, I'm not a wooden banister! And it grew from there. It was like, oh my God, this is great. I don't even have to say stupid son of a bitch. This stupid son of a bitch knows that I'm calling him a stupid son of a bitch without actually saying stupid son of a bitch. Isn't that, isn't that perfect, Rob? I love it. I love I, it. I do, too. So, um, I have some more of these. Some juicy little gems for everybody. So, my first one here that I have is engine buildup. That oh. is... Yeah, that's a pain in the ass, you're going to cost me money deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one that you say with a lot of force, too. Engine buildup. They're like, ugh. Oh, my God. What would you do, throw dirty oil in me? Why do I have all this sludge? So, um, I, I like that one. I, I think I could use that on several people and get the point across. They'd be smart yeah, enough. Yeah, I, I could too. Yeah, they'd be smart enough to go engine builder. Oh, okay. So, and anybody that's ever owned a car that they ever had to work on, like me and you, have, you know, you know that engine buildup is a bad thing. And yes. Yeah. So, anyhow, it's not a good thing. Next one, you call someone, and this is just strictly because of what you use it for. And this is another pain in the ass. Kind of, you're so stupid, it's painful. Call them a cattle prod I love it yeah I do too cattle prod that means like someone took like a hot iron and stuck it to your skin cattle prod that's what they're calling you when they say cattle prod it's like you're such an irritating son of a bitch that you're as irritating as someone taking a red hot poker and sticking it on your ass to prove whatever, if you jump a fence or something, that's mine, look on his ass. It's got a big M there. A cattle prod. Isn't that what a cattle prod is, or is it what they use to just herd cows? No, they, they just use to herd them. Oh, okay. So they don't actually bring yeah, them with the them. electric stick that you stick them. Okay, okay, that's bad, that's bad enough. Yeah. Yeah, you get zapped on the ass of one of them, you're not happy. No, no. No, you'd be like, oh, fuck, okay, 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 I'm leaving, I'm going through this, I'm going through this fence, leave me alone. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, (laughs) they're like, fuck, okay, I got it. Usually. (laughs) Usually. (laughs) It's like, okay, dude, get that fucking thing off of me, I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, I love this one, because it's actually really kind of making fun of the person. Heartwarming sitcom. That one is bad. You're calling, I don't like that one. Yeah, you're calling him a sissy. You know what you are? Oh, no, what am I? You're a heartwarming sitcom. Ugh, 
I could use that on somebody right now. Are you going to use it? What are you going to use it on? I'm going to use it tomorrow. Okay, let me know. Text me. Let me know how it went. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and when I use it on someone, I'll let you know how they reacted to me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is an extreme pain in the ass. This is when someone's really fucking bothering you. You want to take a club to their forehead. Season ending injury. <laughs> you you are what? You're a season ending injury. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I love it. So it's a good list. Yeah, yeah, I put a little thought into this. Yeah, um, yeah my uh, my never-ending tooth infection was bothering me a little bit, so I got a little hydrocodone, and my uh, mind went to work. Always helps. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Puts you in a whole other flight pattern, you know what I mean? Even though I try not to use them, only when I have to. I only use them when I have to, too, but sometimes yeah. I grind my teeth in my sleep. And with this tooth infection that's horrible that refuses oh, to go away, oh, they had yeah. to drill a hole in the back of my tooth. And it's already been, um, it's already had a root canal and a uh, crown put on it. But, oh, for, but when they did it, very possibly, there could have been some bacteria left, right? So right. it's been sitting there for a few years just inflaming. And they finally caught it because I had off and on spells of it hurting really bad. So then the regular antibiotics weren't working too well, so my dentist actually had to uh, drill into the back of the tooth, fill it full of iodine like we used to, only it's a gel form of iodine. Like, you know, you used to scrape your, uh, scrape your knee and your mom would put iodine on it or mercurochrome or something like that. Same deal. It's the same type of iodine. It kills infection. That's why you put it on there. And... Uh, um, and anyhow, they put it actually inside my tooth and then capped my tooth off so the iodine's in there right now fighting out the infection. Alright. So, it, it's something that's done with endodontist and not really dentist. Dentists will prescribe yeah. the antibiotics. Endodontist will actually go, alright. They go a step further and go, well, we're going to drill into the tooth and we're going to come back and we're going to fill it full of iodine, and if that doesn't work, then we're going to put you on a stronger antibiotic, and if that doesn't work, we got to cut open your gum and scrape out all the infection and put it back together. I'm hoping that does not happen. But you know what? We were having fun with the alternative insults, so I don't know how this turned into that, but I apologize. <laughs> okay. We're notorious for that. <laughs> yes, we are. It, it, it evolved from season end and injury somehow. So, anyhow... Next one, lukewarm malt liquor. That's a bad one. Oh, man. You ever have lukewarm malt liquor? That cramps my stomach just thinking about it. Oh. Yeah. If you're going to have malt liquor, it's got to be ice cold, and it's still not that good, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, next one. No, I love this one just because the thought of it. Rotary dial phone. <laughs> Can you 
imagine ever having to go back to a, royal, uh, a rotary dial phone now? Where you gotta like, and then let them all, th- then let the number fall I'd back. Love and it. Then I'd love it. Really? Yeah. They sell them. You can get one if you wanted just for shits and giggles. People come to your house and go, what? Go, yeah, I, might a landline. Get, I might get one. This is a landline, bitch. You know what a landline is? Landline means I'm not subscribing to that new shit. I'm fucking firm. <laughs> I'm fucking firm. They they ain't getting me. I only have a bunch of pictures on my phone. You know what my phone's used for? Talking to somebody fucking else. That's what a phone is. <laughs> I don't have fucking. I don't have this fucking Google shit on there. You know what I do? I dial this motherfucker. It calls him. I say hello. I tell him what I need to, and then I get the fuck off of there. And you know what's even better? I can slam this son of a bitch if I want. You can't slam your fucking phone. I don't care how hard you throw it on the ground. You can't slam it like you used to do an old phone. Then about that time, they're already gone because they're tired of listening to it. But, you know, hey. So. Alternative insults, dude. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. My ADD is fucking horrible tonight. I apologize. Is work, <laughs> is work, is working on my hot tub earlier. That's what fucking did it. It, it took too much concent- it. it took too much concentration. Now my concentration's gone. You know, taking shit apart and then putting it back yep. together. Not my mainstay. Nah, not my not my thing. So uh, anyhow, but when I left, it was not leaking like it was before. So hopefully, it was done right. So we'll see. Uh, anyhow, okay, back to alternative insults. Um, okay, we're on rotary <laughs> rotary dial phone. Next one, partial nudity. <laughs> that was good because <laughs> it's only partial. Saying, like, yeah, this ain't a real movie. Fuck them. Yep. Yep. That one is kind of like you're an asshole. You call someone partial nudity, it means they're an asshole, right? <laughs> this next you're one. A movie shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like side boob. It's not even like the real full on front. Yeah, you're just side boob. Yeah, you're just side yeah. boob and just a little bit of it, not much. So yeah, partial nudity <laughs> means you're you're really not the real thing. You're just a little bit, just a little piece of it, and that's it. <laughs> next one. Tennis elbow. If you ever had tennis elbow, you know what a pain in the ass it is. If you ever had it, yes, you know I do. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, it is. It fucking hurts. It doesn't want to go away. It is disabling, and there's there's no really good way to describe it, right? You go, well, man, my especially, especially when you work with steel all day. Yeah, yeah. I, I got tennis elbow. <laughs> no, it really fucking hurts. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. uh, okay. Okay, Cinderella, sorry. Anything I can get you? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying I've had it. No, it yeah. fucking hurts. Yeah. And it's disabling, too, because if you get it, if you get it, it, yeah. it, 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 it like, hurts just to move the damn thing. Yeah, i I, I got to wear an elbow brace. Yeah, no, no, I'm, me too. Yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. I was the same way, so. Um, this next one. Bloodborne pathogen. Oh God! That is a horrible one. <laughs> wow! Oh, could be AIDS. You dug deep on that one, yeah, buddy. Yes, I did. Could be AIDS. Could be Hep C. Or could be oh, nothing. It could be anything. Could be anything. But you're a bloodborne pathogen. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. Yep, hydrocodone is a beautiful thing sometimes, right? I bet. Yep. 
And then my final, last but not least, Spando Ballet Listener. Remember that one hit wonder in the 80s? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know, if it's a younger person, they'll have to go look that shit up when you call him that. They're going to go, what, what was that? Spando, how do you spell that? I'm like, I don't know, just say it. Say it to Google Voice, Spando Ballet. And then ask for one of their hits and play it. And then after you're done, that's what you are. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Yep. Anyhow. Um, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Do you uh, do you have something you want you want to get to, Rob? Yeah, I, I got I got one here. I got a story here right up to your alley. Okay, let's hear it. It has to do with Lake of the Ozarks. Even better. A movie production company used this still new body of water and its undeveloped green shoreline as a backdrop for a scene in the motion picture Jesse James. Starring Tyrone Power and Henry Fonda. It was only a second unit scene. None of the big stars were present for the shooting, but an incident that took place during the sh- shoot would have an effect on the motion picture industry that has lasted to this very day. Oh, wow. The motion, pic- the motion picture released in January 1939 was shot on location around Pineville, Missouri, in the extreme southwestern corner of the state. The Elk River provided a convenient Ozark stream for background visual effect, especially during chase scenes when the drama was intensified by the splashing curves of galloping horses. From a purely historic perspective, the movie was terrible. Almost nothing in it matched the known facts of Frank and Jesse James' lives. It was simply a western with lots of shoot 'em up and high melodrama. But its Ozarks film location, as well as the fact that it was produced in color, greatly enhanced the overall visual impact of the movie. The picture, however, is probably better known for another reason. In one of the outdoor scenes, Frank and Jesse are riding hard to avoid capture after attempting to rob a bank in Northfield, Minnesota, and suddenly come to the edge of a high perceit overlooking a mountain stream. Never mind, they were fleeing from Minnesota towards Missouri. Not too high, many bluffs, and mountain streams along that route but who would know Uh huh. anyway poor Harriet Frank and Jesse have no alternative they must jump off the cliff with their horses in the water below and they do and back in 1938 when the movie was made jumping over a cliff meant jumping over a real cliff with a real horse and rider Oh, wow. That's where Lake of the Ozarks came in. Jumping into the Elk River was out of the question. It was simply too shallow. Mm-hmm. The same held true for every other Ozark cliff and river, except at Lake of the Ozarks. 
1938, it was the only deep water lake in the region and it had plenty of cliffs along the shoreline. So the second unit camera crew moved up here for the shoot. They settled on a 70 foot high cliff between mile markers 21 and 22. Which would be right over here in Osage Beach, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yep. Uh, the cameras would be angled to show the cliff and some of the lake, but the broader expanse of water uh-huh. would be off camera as to give the impression that our heroes were jumping into a small river. Uh-huh. And since there was an element of danger here, only one stuntman on one horse would actually go over the edge. But they splice footage from two cameras to give it the impression that two riders made the jump. Wow. Yeah, keeps going, but I'm going to stop there. No, no, that's cool. So, yeah, wow. So, yeah, Lake of the Ozarks was in a movie in 1938. Jesse James. It is actually one of the most famous lakes in America, so yeah, I can totally believe that. So, wow, cool. That was when it was first made, actually. Yeah, yep, it would have had to have been. Pretty much uninhabited, and ain't what it is today, that's for sure. Oh, no, God, no. <laughs> All right. Well, how about if we come back, and I have a story about how PETA was getting after Anheuser Bush for cutting the tails off the of Clydesdale horses. Sound good? Oh, I want to hear this. Okay. We'll be right back right after this. Oh, Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh, no, that drunk guy just hit my child. It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose. Just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at keg stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags and a team of fuckers and a toaster will be right back. All right, well, what I was talking about earlier, um, before we went to break, is um, evidently Anheuser-Busch were hacking the tails off the Clydesdales for the way they looked. They wanted that look. And they've stopped because they had enough pressure put on them, finally. Thank God. So, I have not heard about this. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, Anheuser-Busch has stopped hacking the tails off its Clydesdale horses which have been used in marketing in for its Budweiser brand since 1933, following mounting pressures from animal rights activists who condemned the practice as cruel. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, better known as PETA, was behind the push to get Anheuser-Busch to keep the Clydesdales naturally long tails lengthy. The group launched an investigation that revealed uh, the St. Louis, Missouri-based beer producer not only amputated the horse's tails, an extension of the, sp- of the spine that's needed to protect the animals from biting insects to balance and to communicate with other horses, but hack them off in unethical ways. 
I didn't know that they used the tails for all that, did you? I didn't even know they cut them off. Well, yeah, I didn't either. But I had no idea their horses used the tails for all that either. No, this is kind of upsetting to me. It, it really is. Well, I haven't been really thrilled with Budweiser in a long time anyhow. So, Budweiser's... I like their beer. I what? like their beer. I'm not I a big, not know. I'm not a big fan like of their horses. beer anymore. I, I love the Clydesdales, but evidently they're kind of cruel to them, it sounds like. Budweiser are keeping the ugly secret, Peter said in a video on the topic. Before the beautiful horses are hitched to the beer wagon, they're just, uh, when they're still just foals, which means I think they're young, their tails are yeah. uh, mutilated just to give them a certain appearance. Some or all of the tail is removed, either with a scalpel or with a tight band that cuts off blood flow, causing the tail to die off, Peter found. So, um, other hidden okay, camera clips... Okay, well, okay, go ahead. I know that method. I know that method. They use that on dogs. They also use it on pigs, too, sometimes. Yeah, pigs, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's for gonads, basically, for balls. Yeah. Yeah, they do it on dogs, too, like you said. They'll do it to cut a dog's tail, but they also use it on balls, too, which is yeah, even yeah. crueler, probably. Um, so, other hidden camera clips show Budweiser staffers insisting that the tails aren't docked, but rather just trimmed weekly. They still have their tails. It's just they trim the hair, one worker said. A Clydesdale handler, however, revealed that the horses don't actually have full tails. I'm not a actually sure when Budweiser does it, but it's typically when they're pretty young, the handler said in another undercover video. Horsetail docking is illegal in 10 U.S. states, including Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, and Washington, as well as countries as Denmark, Germany, Ireland, the U.K., and Belgium, where Anheuser-Busch's corporate um, parent, InBev, is based. InBev confirmed that Wall Street Journal that Budweiser stopped amputating the horsetail's this year, though it didn't offer a time frame um, on anything else, like, you know, I guess they're just going to, it sounds, according to this, it sounds like they're going to stop doing it all together. So that's, that's fantastic. But I guess I it took, so. yeah, it took a lot of, uh, a lot of doing though. So anyhow, um, well, I can't say I don't agree with that. I, I think it's I think it's great that they quit doing it, and you know, Peta. It's good to hear that Peta still does do some good things instead of going just completely off the fucking freak end. Yeah. So. Anyhow, well, good, good. All right, I got a story here. A. Uh, uh a German, a German gardener took his nearly 20-pound onion to a uh, Germany flower show where organizers said it's believed to be a new world record. The autumn flower show in, uh, in uh, Hamburg said that Gareth Griffin's Gareth, Gareth 19.77-pound onion outweighs the previous world record, which was 18.68-pound onion brought to the uh, the auditorium of a, a famous flower show um, in another country, in Glasgow, Scotland. 
The onion is on display at the show's edible pavilion alongside with other giant vegetables that included cabbage, cucumbers, and carrots. Show organizers said that onion status as the world's largest must, must uh, now be reviewed by the Guinness Book of World Records to confirm that it actually is the world record, but it sounds like it is. So, All right, well, congratulations to, to you German person that did that. So... All right, Rob. You said you uh, you got a story you want to go to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this comes out of Benton County, Arkansas. Okay. A Northwest Arkansas woman is accused of photographing another woman in a restroom at the J.D. Hunt corporate office. Oh wow! Natalie Hannah Purcell, forty-five, was arrested and booked in Benton County on May twenty-second and charged with video voyeurism and tampering with physical evidence. Herschel pleaded not guilty to the charges during the court appearance last month. According to a probable cause affidavit, officers with the Lowell Police Department were contacted by a woman who claimed that she wanted to file a report for voyeurism that occurred at the J.B. Hunt corporate office. The woman reported to police, to police that on July 31st, 2022, she was using the woman's restroom when she looked to the left side of the stall and noticed a cell phone come down below the stall divider wall with the camera lens facing her direction. The woman said that while the camera lens was facing her, the person holding the phone appeared to push the capture button to take a picture. Oh, wow. The woman told police that she asked, Did you just take a picture of me? And the person holding the camera replied, No. <laughs> Detectives spoke to J.D. Hunt Human Resources regarding an interview that they had with Purcell after the incident. Yeah. A bunch of... Yeah, it is the same thing over and over. But, yeah. I can't... Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, well, that is. a picture of her. Okay. She looks like a winner. She looks <laughs> like a winner. Um... Well, um, I got to get to a little thing that me and uh, Christopher were involved in today, and this is pretty cool. Uh, Christopher yeah. has, like, people pecking at him, you know, like, can't wait for him to put a, a subject up on Facebook just to, like, poo-poo him and screw with him and say shit and all that. So, um, he went on there, and he said that, like, uh, um, let, let me find it here so I make sure I don't misquote it, but we agreed that we are going to screw with people. Because he has these uh, people, uh, uh, especially a couple people in general, that get on there and just like counter-program him on everything that he says. Yeah. And and I don't blame him, you know. Uh, it, it's bullshit. I have the same people that used to do that with me. And now, I don't say anything on Facebook. It's like, I don't care. So, here's what Topher did, and I know what he was getting at, and you can figure this out too. When the scammer calls and pretends to be your grandkid, Shouldn't you just accept them as who they, uh, for who, uh, for how they identify? And, you know, think about that, right? 
because they tell everybody else, well, you're just going to have to take their word for it. Like someone comes up and goes, well, I'm a frog today, okay, so um, try to grib it at me. You know, uh, yeah. And it's like, or what if someone's like gender fluid or something? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not a man now. I'm a woman. Uh, Man was last hour. You're supposed to have to adhere to all these instructions and follow them, right? So he's simply saying, where does it end? And I get it. So I told him, I said, I would put something up that kind of, uh, that will, uh, going to try to goad some of these people, but nobody responded because I think they realized that they're out of their league if they want to try to say something. Me and Topher are going to fucking beat up on them. So anyhow, what I did was, we must blindly accept what they feel. Topher, you are a great American. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody had anything to say either. They knew better. They, you know, they yeah. probably knew like, um, well, number one, him and I used to do two two douchebags and a microphone, so they're probably like, you know, these guys are just setting us up. Number two, I don't think there was anything they could say about it because they can't prove it was actually sarcasm. Right. Yeah. So anyhow, that was our little fun today. That and hanging out at the city market and um, right. Yep. So uh, anyhow, he brought up a couple of things. Um, there is a people who identify as dogs conference that went on in New York and it drew a lot of people. And there was also one that went on in Germany that drew drew a lot of people. So there's a large really? number of people out there. Well, I mean, com- uh, comparatively, I mean, you know, I don't know what percentage of people on Earth it is. But it's a large number of people, nevertheless, to that identify as dogs. They don't believe they're humans. They think they're dogs. I, I have a question. Yes. Is that considered a new gender? Um. That you admit that's a good question. Yeah. Um. Let me get back to you. I'm gonna yeah, do. I don't know how you would do that one. I mean, would you be female dog, uh, bitch, if you will, or would you be, uh... Well, you could be a dog. You could be anything you want. Yeah, um... I did see that story where that guy did turn himself into a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that, too. Um, Me, I didn't even want to report on it. I'm like, who fucking cares? I thought about it, but the the more... No... The more I thought about, the more I didn't fucking care, so I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. The more I was gonna have nightmares after I did the report. Yeah. Yep. So, so um, that was uh, that was going on, and then um, he told me about how he was reading about. Remember our story on my story on dating apps uh, about the most uh, wanted jobs yesterday, and the, you know yeah, the most yeah, those yeah. the most right swipe jobs, the most left swipe jobs, right swipe, right yeah. swipe. Um, I haven't. It's not aired yet, so it's coming up on the next podcast you'll hear. But it's a story about right swipe on these dating apps. Mean yeah, cool, come on down. Left swipe means nah, stay right there. I don't want anything to do with you. Okay, so what? there were certain jobs that got uh, more right swipes and certain jobs that got more left swipes. The left swipes were no, and the no were like politicians, professional athletes, um, I forgot what else. Then the right swipe was like a bunch of tech jobs, which really kind of surprised me because yeah, I, I didn't... That surprised me too. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, a tech job, I thought it was kind of nerdy. I didn't think like people would be like, you know, hey, you know... Um, 
I, I just didn't think it'd be a preferred profession for whatever reason. So, okay, uh, Topher had a good thing about dating sites now, too. And um, anyhow, well, evidently, dating sites work against people for a reason. They try hard to not find you a match. And the reason is, is they don't want you to hook up with anybody. Because if you hook up with somebody, you're off the site and you're gone for good. You're no longer a customer. So they make it extremely hard for you to match up with anybody. Allegedly. I often thought that. I often thought that. Yep. Yeah. Like you read like your match and it's like, what? That's not my match. So they try to get you two to talk so you won't get together. Is what it sounds like. And this is all allegedly, you know, don't know this for sure, but it sure sounds like a tactic that could be employed by a place like that. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, uh, don't cure their diabetes. Just uh, um, keep it at bay. But don't cure it. You cure it, they're gone for good. But if you control it, they're here forever. And so, you know, as long yeah, as they're alive. Partial dose of insulin. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, same same idea, same thought. So, anyhow, I, th- I thought that's a pretty good little um, uh, little point that he made out. And also, I guess, uh, you know, some people that were on dating apps said, yeah, you know, we've noticed this, that it's getting harder and harder to find a match. So, yeah. I don't use them. I, I don't blame you. I never thought they were any good. Everybody they ever tried to hook me up with was an idiot, I thought. so. Uh, yeah, I keep hearing horror stories. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it. I just didn't seem that... I didn't... I didn't see there was anything in there that I couldn't do myself. Like go to a bar and just start talking to people, you know, talking to women or whatever. So, you know, um, maybe they work Maybe they work on some people that aren't as social as I, you know. Maybe some people just can't, you know, get out and talk to people. Maybe that's what it's good for. I don't know. Well, anyhow, you know what? Everybody has their own comfort level. Um, that's not mine, I guess, so... Anyhow, um, you have a story you want to get to, Rob? Yeah, give me just a second. I had to walk. Oh, okay, walk Rob, you had. Um, okay. Go ahead. Uh, you had a story you want to get to, or you had some old west hygiene or something? Yeah, yeah, so I'm getting there. Okay. I had it and lost it. <laughs> well, we were talking a minute ago about it. How everybody's allergic to ragweed, but uh, people are freaking out, thinking it's COVID and shit. Yeah, uh, my finger hit my phone. And it went oh, and it went away. Right. Okay. Here we are right here. All right. So did you? Okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead. On tonight's episode of Old West Hygiene, we have people spit so much it had to be outlawed. Okay. In the saloons of the western frontier, it was a common sight to see men spitting tobacco on the floor. Spit tunes and cuspidors were placed along the bar to collect the spit, but it didn't solve the problem. The floors were covered with sawdust to soak up the spit, creating a green ground of germs. It became a hotbed of respiratory diseases like pneumonia and tuberculosis. No. Make matters worse, travelers who ran worms in these saloons slept 
amidst these hygienic messes. Wow. Um, are you there, Rob? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Ugh. <coughs> so, they spit there because they didn't, I mean, like, I know people that carry around spittoons and cups and stuff, so they didn't have anything like that back then, I guess, huh? No, and they didn't get cleaned out very often either. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, well, I wonder how that... Uh, so all that was floating in the air, along with all the other germs and everything. Well, okay, I have a question for the audience. How does spitting on the ground lead to tuberculosis? Just someone who knows medical, please send me, you know, if you're in the medical field and you know why. Send me the answer, please, if you get a chance. It is doucheb66 at yahoo.com. I have a bunch of emails I need to get to. I apologize. I have not. I saw there's like eight of them on there today, and I have not had a chance to look at them, so I don't know if it's like more of the star thing, what they look like if they weren't stars. I'm not sure what it is. I haven't had a chance to look at them, but whoever sent one in, um, I will be getting to you, and every one of them I respond to. I send back and say, hey, thank you, appreciate it. Got any criticisms, concerns, anything? Let me know. Um, uh, okay, uh, Jake from Illinois. Thank you. Thank you for what you said. Because I didn't realize that... Um, um, let me think of how to put it. I didn't realize that I was up and, and down in the tempo so much. That's the way to put it. He said that he noticed like sometimes I get on here and I try to push things really fast and sometimes I'm slow and in a different mood and I slow things down and he's right. I listened to some podcasts. He's right. Sometimes I'm like just gung-ho. Hey, let's get to this story, this story, this story. And I think some of it has to do with my prep work if I have a bunch of uh, stories, right? And I want to get to them all because some of them are like time sensitive, like they came out and they're going to be, no one's going to care in a week. And I think he's right about that. And I think I need to tempo myself. If it takes a podcast an hour and a half as opposed to an hour, I need to not worry about that. What I need to worry about is trying to keep the same tempo through the whole thing. And I agree with him. He said that, you know, you pretty much have the same tempo. I'm the one that changes it all the time. And he said it kind of bothers his listening habits. Yeah, have you noticed anything like that, Rob? I, I thought I did. But I'm pretty sensitive to stuff like it. I thought we both did awesome. I, I just thought that was the show. We do, you know. Maybe I'm taking it. Okay. Okay, you're probably right. You know I what? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to some shows that I really respect. I to and we, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to listen to... We off all the damn time. Okay. All right, maybe it's just him. Maybe no, he's no, only. But maybe I'm not understanding what he's saying. He's saying like one day, one day I'll be like, "All right, we got this coming up, this coming up, this coming up," and also next we're gonna tell how to how to tell if your date is a dud, and then after that we're gonna find out if Rob is gonna get another asshole picture, and then after I think he means sometimes I sound like an auctioneer, and sometimes I sound like I'm on quaaludes. <coughs> Okay, number one, Jake from Illinois. 
if I'm wrong on this, please send me a clarification letter and say that's not what I meant. Number two, if anyone notices this, send in an email and tell me that, hey, Jake's absolutely right, it's bothersome, it's cringeworthy, whatever. We want to hear it. And then I... I'd be willing to take a little extra time every night. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, you know what? Um, Just to do it right. Yeah, yeah, me too. We'd do a little bit longer if we have to. But I don't know if this is one person, after I talk to you, you don't even get what he's talking about where I thought I did. Well, so I, I, I kind of do, but <clears throat> I, like I said, I just thought it was part of the show. Well, when you said that, I mean, it kind of made, made me realize... We are us. We are us. It kind of made me realize it really is part of the show, and maybe people love it. Uh, so, other people... Well, yeah, we need other people to weigh in on this. Yeah, so, okay, hey, you guys got a thought on this? Send in an email. Um, I'm going to read all the other emails tonight when we get off air, and I'm going to try to catch up on them and respond to everybody, and thank you. Appreciate it. Another thing I wanted to talk... God, this ragweed. Another thing I wanted to talk about real quick was we're going to start featuring, okay, for a long time there, we were operating from the city market and occasionally from Nashville. But we're doing Nashville about what, every month, once a month? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And Rick from the Filthy Beam, we thank you. Um, uh, anyhow, we have, I know your requests. And Rob and I have to be able to get together to come down there for a few days to broadcast from there. And, and he's pissed because he's got to change the names on there now. <laughs> you know we had our table that he had the plaque? Yeah. <laughs> he showed a video of a guy scraping it off and putting another one on there. He was mad. <laughs> he looked up and he goes, thanks a lot, Mark asshole and the guys over there fucking taking a grinder getting our plaque off of there so now it has to say Rob Rad and Mark or Mark and Rob Rad or whatever awesome awesome <laughs> and I told him I, I need said a picture of that I need a I, I, I've got one. I've got the video he sent me so I'll send it to you and so um, that was cool and and uh, and also I told him I said yeah I said then uh, what I didn't tell you is in a week we're going to have another person come on, and Rob's leaving. But I, that's not true. We know this. But I did it just to fuck oh with him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I bet he about had a heart attack. He told me, he said, he said, if that happens, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and remember the chocolate thing? He mentioned that again. How, how yeah. at the Omni, he, put, he puts us up on the Omni, cause he, uh, which is a great hotel. It's just on, on the hill right next to uh, um, Lower Broadway. It's right there in the middle of everything. On one side of it, you can see Lower Broadway. On the other side, you can see the hill and the uh, Capitol. It's a beautiful place to be. And, uh, I've any, heard a lot about it. Yeah, it, it is. So we're at the Omni, and they give you chocolates every morning on the pillows. And he told us not to touch them and to bring them to him. Well, me and Topher <laughs> came in after a couple of beers and ate the chocolates. <laughs> so he ordered us to tell the room attendant that we didn't get chocolates for two days in a row and to bring him all three days of chocolates to him that Sunday when we were leaving on our way out to the airport. And uh, 
And uh, anyhow, I told him, I said, we're going to eat all the fucking chocolates again, too. And, and he said, again, he said, you do that. Don't bother coming back. <laughs> so I already threatened him with the chocolates. He loves those fucking chocolates. I told him, I said, dude, the guy said he would get you a box of them. He said, yeah, he said and he did get me a box of them, but that's not the point. I want your chocolates, too. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, Rick, okay, I'll make sure, and your chocolates will be delivered to you. So, anyhow, but we, oh, the whole point is we have to go back down to the Filthy Bean Coffee in Nashville. And, by the way, his espressos added another market. His espressos are now in Louisville, and they actually showed up the week after I left. Piss me off. Well, he's going to send us some again, anyhow, but still... I was going to go into the Kroger there, whatever they have. I didn't get a chance to go to any stores. Whatever their store is there, and go in there and get them. Uh, you know, if but I didn't even know they were going to be there in Louisville until afterwards. He told me, oh, hey, we're now selling them in Louisville. And, um, and I think he said that he's going to hit Cincinnati next with the Filthy Bean Expressos. Yeah, so he's expanding. He said he had some trouble because I haven't really kept up because we haven't been able to go over there. He's been having a lot of trouble being distributed enough of it because it's selling so well. So anyhow, we'll be pimping his stuff and broadcasting from there. But we're eventually going to get back to the city market and start broadcasting from there. And I spoke with a lot of the business owners, and they want to have a feature business of the week there that we focus in on on this podcast. Some of them might be interviews with the people in there, or they might just be something they wrote down, or we go in there and eat some of their stuff and come out and go, you know what, this was very good, this is our favorite, we like this really well, you know, ask for that, ask for this. And they'll all be offering little discounts and stuff, you know, like, uh, uh, like Hope Dylan did of the Daily Kitchen. Um, offering a 10% discount on her already low prices and her already lunch special of $15. That's 10% on top of that. With the great food, it comes with a salad, the entree, and a drink. 15 bucks so plus 10% that, off. 25% off. Yes, that's a great deal. It's a fucking great deal, and it's great food. It's all fresh, locally sourced. So, you know, guys, have at it. Go there, buy it. Uh, try to let her know it's you know that you we sent you you heard about it from us try to because it's going to help the podcast out in the long run okay so anyhow that's what I wanted to get to and I think we're going to go ahead and sign off here pretty quick so um, anyhow Rob I thank you again for joining us uh, it's always a pleasure always. doing a podcast with you always yep and Topher sends his uh, regards to you and uh, oh Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. he's he noticed the he noticed the growth in you. He noticed the growth. Oh, good. Yeah, he good. thinks that you're doing quite splendid as a sidekick, and he's really happy with you. And it would not surprise me if we're going to start getting some regular inserts from Topher, if maybe not even do a live one here and there with him. So good, that'd be awesome. Yeah, be awesome. yeah. I'd, know, I'd, love, I'd love to be able to talk to him again. Yeah, he's he's off the air a few times. Yeah, he is such he's so good on the podcast. We love to have him back, but only when he's comfortable with it. Only when he's comfortable right, and he's right, ready right. to do it. So anyhow, uh, Topher knows how we feel, and uh, hopefully he will at least come back and do a segment if he records it at home 
or wants to come down the city market and do a little better, whatever, it's fine. But it was cool. He talked to Hope uh, a little bit, the owner of the Daily Kitchen today, too, and we had a nice chat with her. So, anyhow, everybody, have a great night, and thank you again for listening. This pos- this podcast is still growing. We're still young uns. We're still in diapers. Bear with us. Thank you, everybody. Have a good week. Have a great week. Bye. They go. We're the douchebags. <laughs> oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. <sighs> Man, that smells.